0: Hey, Hang Up listeners, you're about to hear a preview of this week's episode. The coronavirus pandemic has made it a challenge for us to do this show in a financially sustainable way. Because of that, we are temporarily changing how we do the podcast every other week the full Hang Up and Listen will be for Slate Plus members only, with just the first segment available to non-members. If you want to hear every word of every episode we do, then you need to subscribe to Slate Plus. It's only $35 for the first year, and your membership will help assure that we can continue to do Hang Up and Listen for a long time. If you want to subscribe, go to slate.com hangup Plus, that's Slate.com slash plus. And thank you all for listening.
1: The following podcast contains naughty language.
0: Hi, I'm Stefan Fatsis, the author of the book's Word Freak and A Few Seconds of Panic, and this is Hang Up and Listen for the week of June 29th, 2020. On this week's show, we'll talk about the decision of the new england patriots to sign quarterback cam newton to maybe succeed tom brady we'll also examine the new wave of on-field expression in pro sports from women's soccer players kneeling en masse to the nba letting players put social justice messages on the backs of their jerseys finally we'll interview javaro edwards the interim athletic director at Morehouse College about the historically black school's decision to cancel fall sports because of the coronavirus. Oh, we'll also talk about the original decision, LeBron James' 2010 Taking My Talents to South Beach TV show, which was the subject of an ESPN TV show over the weekend. I'm in Washington. Joining me from Palo Alto, California, is Slate staff writer and Slow Burn season three host Joel Anderson.
1: What's up, Joel? I'm good, man. How are you doing, Stefan? The beard's coming in great. Looks good. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that.
0: You had another uh, shockingly bad food take this past week that I want to ask you about. <laughs>
1: oh, I don't believe it. But what are you what Come are you on, referring man. to? Pretending
0: that mustard isn't the only proper. Hot dog condiment? main hot dog condiment? What the fuck is I, with people and ketchup on hot dogs?
1: Mustard is disgusting, first of all. But second of all, I'm not saying that I prefer ketchup on hot dogs. I'm just saying that like, when you go to a hot dog place, they tend to have a ketchup dispenser. So obviously, those two things go together. I'm not saying that that's something I commonly do but, but like, i like understand no, it like
0: there's no mustard dispenser there were you I, well
1: th- there is but i think mustard is terrible <laughs> i mean th- does mustard taste good i'm moving on here i like mustard <laughs> mustard is good
2: mustard is delicious
1: that is
0: our friend gene demby of npr he's the host of the podcast code switch good to have you back gene
2: what's going on y'all i'm so glad to be here with y'all
0: we got to congratulate you man Code switch, yeah man code switch at number one on apple Podcasts and itunes he beat joe so, rogan
2: that's unbelievable oh my god <laughs> Such a strange moment. I wish it would have happened under you know different uh, social well, political I mean, circumstances. But
0: yeah, but I, I think Shireen Marisol miraja your co-host, she said uh, mm-hmm. we're like the gym on New Year's only for <laughs> racism.
2: <laughs> Just, <laughs> everybody's trying to catch up. Yeah. To get ready. Put that put that on a t shirt, Gene. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who are the two most famous people that have retweeted you and engaged with you now as a result
2: of your newfound fame? Oh man, so we, we got shouted out by J Lo, which is bananas. Um mm-hmm. and I don't know if this is a retweet, but Reese Witherspoon put us in her uh, her newsletter. Um so shout out All to right. her. <laughs>
0: Didn't Shireen say something like, that actress or something? That actress, right?
2: (laughs) That actress. It was like, I think people know who Reese Witherspoon is, but you know, maybe not. I don't know.
0: As everyone has figured out, Josh Levine, Slate's national editor, author of The Queen, host of Slow Burn season four, David Duke. Josh is off this week. Episodes one through three of Slow Burn are up. Episode four drops on July 8th. But Josh tells me he's got something special planned for this week to tide everyone over. If you haven't started listening to Josh Slowburn, you need to. It is fantastic. But don't listen right now. Listen to us first. It's been 24 days since NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell took the bold step of saying that black lives matter, which are 24 more days that Colin Kaepernick is unsigned, though NFL.com is now reporting that, and I am quoting here, there are conversations happening with friends and associates of the free agent quarterback. Woof. Any second. Um, While we hold our breaths waiting for Cap to get a job on Sunday night, Cam Newton did. He signed a one-year, team-friendly contract with the New England Patriots. Newton is 31. He's coming off three surgeries in less than three years, one to a foot two to his throwing shoulder, which are both important body parts for a quarterback. Gene, New England post Tom Brady was assumed to be turning over its offense to second-year QB Jarrett Stidham, but you knew there was no way that Bill Belichick was going to do that, at least not without some competition from someone other than 34-year-old Brian Hoyer who has a job, while Cap, who is 32, does not. Uh, Cam Newton didn't have a lot of options, Gene. The Patriots didn't have a lot of quarterback financially, and football-y Bill Barnwell of ESPN said this might be the bargain of the offseason. Do you agree? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, so Cam obviously is a diminished version of himself, right? I mean, he's not the 2015 MVP Cam Newton. Um, but, I mean, considering just how few people like play quarterback at an elite level, like, He's one of the few people who can who can get there, like in the world who can get there. Um, and so, getting him for what's like the league minimum and and, and this incentive leading contract makes a lot of sense for him. Um, obviously, like he gets to compete. I mean, they're not beating the Chiefs, but he gets to compete for a Super Bowl in the next year, which which an opportunity he probably wouldn't had anywhere else. And for Bill Belichick, you can see sort of the calculations for him. I mean, you know, he's already been in the game for what couple decades now like his window is not going to be open forever how much time does he want to spend you know coaching up a second year dude who never has who's never started before to a place where they can like that that person's a competent helmsman for Super Bowl contender I mean this just makes a lot of sense and Cam is still like a really I mean I think we forget how good Cam was at the peak of his powers I mean he was like he was a dual threat, right? I mean, he had a cannon for an arm. He was obviously a humongous human being. Um, he's obviously diminished from that. But, I mean, he is still, like, light years better than most of the quarterbacks in the NFL, even in, even with all his diminution.
1: Yeah, it's just hard to know what's real here, right? Are, are we going to see the Cam Newton of our memories? You know, the one that captivated us, like, in 2010 and in 2015, you know, this one-of-a-kind mm-hmm. athletic marvel who you know? I mean, the struggle with I, I so I thought for a number of years that the complaints about his accuracy were sort of racist, but actually they're legit But the but the numbers show that yes, no, he does have some difficulties with accuracy. But that's the thing. Like, are we are are we talking about that earlier Cam that you know? unprecedented athlete playing quarterback are we talking about the guy who's been injured basically every year since they played in the Super Bowl and so it's hard to understand even still how Cam was still out there I mean because he's still young still has a chance to recover it's not like he's the only quarterback that's ever been injured for multiple years and had opportunities but we're talking about a dude who I mean until the Patriots stepped up it was conceivable that cam wasn't going to even play in the nfl this year which is bananas yeah which yeah. is ridiculous and yeah. so this is the part that i think of when i think of the racism because it's like the sort of racist double standard applied to guys like cam and Jameis, and obviously cap while a bunch of mediocrities take up space on nfl rosters right because it was akeem Nix of the bears who said a few weeks ago how he knew that cap wasn't playing again is when they signed mike glennon mm-hmm. right and in my lifetime black qbs like Cam, who've been athletic, you know, where people think that they lead with their athletic talent and they sort of overlook all the other things that you need to maintain in the league. So I think about a guy like Vince Young, who was done at 28, Aaron Brooks done Mm -hmm. at 30, Cordell Stewart done as a starter at 29. Robert Griffin III isn't even 30 years old. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of this belief that he's done with the league. And they have these very, you know, these black quarterbacks that, people considered to be dual threats have like these really short runs in the league and they don't get a chance to sort of see out the second half of their career when the game slows Mm -hmm. down they you know they've seen all the defenses they're going to see in the nfl so that's what i'm really interested to see with cam now like what is the second half of his career going to be like is he going to get a second half of his career
0: right and Mm -hmm. and can we for cam you know, unlikely, but can people get over these stereotypes about black quarterbacks who suffer an injury, who don't have the same, you know, what what are the, 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 the sort of gifts that they are bestowed with and credited with early in their career that, you know, we're all, you know, we all want to see Lamar Jackson run. And we want to discount the fact that, oh, you mean he's also an incredibly accurate passer and is developing as a pocket quarterback? We don't want to see that. We don't want to acknowledge that, as you know, a lot of white fans don't. So that, that stereotype is ingrained. And the other stereotype with Cam that I think we're going to have to see if people can let go of, is this idea that he's some sort of prima donna, which is also rooted in racism. Mike Freeman, sports writer, tweeted over the weekend or last night on Sunday night after Cam was signed, for people who've never interviewed Cam or any of his teammates and only traffic and stereotypes about him, note the following. One, Cam has an excellent work ethic. Two, he's a good teammate. Three, he's smart. This has been my Cam talk. The fact that someone needs to step up and say these things is outrageous, and it reflects where we are as a culture, as sports fans. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you think about this, it's kind of wild. Like, is there a a more sort of awkward... Um, mismatch between a, a quarterback and a fan base, right? I mean, because Cam, it's like, yes, Cam is a black quarterback. Cam is also like a really eccentric dude. Like, I went to his yeah. Instagram page right after, you know, to see like what was happening on his page. And I could, I literally, I mean, it was like literally illegible because he like wrote it in some <laughs> kind of weird font that made like the umlauts, <laughs> there are umlauts above every letter. So I was like, well, I actually can't read this. But Cam is like a really weird dude. He gives like sort of, you know, sometimes like impenetrable press conferences, right? And hats. And hats. Yeah. I mean, I was, I mean, the hats. Yeah just like Pharrell Williams type like gigantic yeah, yeah. ranger hats but if you were somebody who was already inclined to think of black quarterbacks in this way Cam would, ign- he would just activate all your antenna he would just right. like trip all your wires
1: right yeah it's so weird right because I think you you mentioned the other day that it's a, hard to imagine a weirder match right you just like I said between these fan bases and then I thought about that I was like okay well Randy Moss has played for the Pats Corey Dillon has played for the Pats Akeem Tlaib has played for the Pats right but that's, true. that's, that's all true yeah, You're guys that are perceived as malcontents, but that's different from quarterback, obviously, right? Ochocenko. Yeah, Ocho-Sinco. Ocho-Sinco, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ochocenko, mm-hmm. right. But then again, the, that's totally different from being a quarterback. And it maybe the reason that it seems so weird is because the Pats have had basically unprecedented quarterback stability over the last. Thirty years, because I mean they've mm-hmm. had Brady for twenty, but they had Drew Bledsoe for like eight before then. The new Bledsoe, for yeah, right. So we don't even know what it's like. They've never even been in the market for a dude like Cam or anybody like that. So like to even flirt with a Lamar Jackson, right? So that's the thing that I'm sort of interested in seeing, like how Boston responds. You know how you know I mean I've, if you go on Twitter, <laughs> I mean the best jokes going right now are like Boston fans reacting to like Cam Newton throwing an interception or something like that, right? <laughs> Uh, But, but I mean, I really hope, I mean, I don't want to have to root for the Patriots, but I do, I would like to see Cam put to bed a lot of this narrative around him and around black athletic quarterbacks at this age. Like, I think this is a really good spot for him. And, you know, man, I mean, how could it, I can't think of a better landing spot for him at this point in his career right now.
0: It's in my notes, Joel. How are you gonna root for Cam and against the Patriots? There's gotta be a <laughs> yeah, way to do that.
1: this, right? Um, the problem- I, I've done that, I've done that before. You've but done that? Vince Young in the University of Texas, that's yeah. the only other time, but go ahead. <laughs> <So> <laughs>
0: cognitive dissonance, man, can you right. can you yeah. handle it? The thing that I think people are gonna sort of skate over is that that this might be some sort of problem for Bill Belichick, right? right. That the the challenge of bringing in a player who may be on the downside of his career, um, who's looking to rebound, After having Tom Brady for 20 years at the quarterback position is going to be some sort of issue. But, you know, Tom Brady was a fucking weirdo. Um, The Patriots had Gronkowski. I mean, the notion that Cam Newton is some sort of distraction is offensive. Um, And I don't think I don't think Belichick cares. Belichick wants to make sure that they can get to 10-6 and six next year with a shitty receiving core. They've bulked up their running game. They've invested in their offensive line. But he has to make sure that they can make the playoffs and try to win that division, which will be a lot more entertaining, frankly. Buffalo's pretty good.
2: Yeah, Buffalo was Buffalo was surprisingly good last year. It was very strange. What a marvelous time to be allowed right now. <laughs> but no, I think you're right. I mean, I think, I mean, obviously they're, they've they changed the offense. It looks like they've changed the personnel yeah. to be more like in line with Cam Strengths, And I, I mean, and it wasn't like Tom Brady was that good like last year. Right. I mean, there was like a lot of plea copping for Tom Brady last year. Um, and it's it's for a while now. Like, I mean, he's been an above average quarterback for the last two seasons or so. Right. But if, if that like so, like at some point, it's not even that. Right. So it's not as if like there's going to be this huge drop off um, between Tom Brady at how old is he? 41 and, and Cam Newton at 31.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the the weird thing about it, right? Because not only are people—there are some people, some people that cover the NFL that are implying that Cam Newton will have to beat out Jared Stidham to get on the field, which is, I mean, it's absurd on its face, right? Right. And then the other piece of it is, like, why—I don't—you know, going from an aging, declining Tom Brady to a motivated and healthier Cam Newton who could be reaching the peak of his career, like, it doesn't seem— that doesn't seem like a drop-off for the Pats at all. It seems like they may have upgraded the position. And then just think about it. I mean, they've got Josh Daniels, and whatever you want to say about Josh Daniels, fine. But it's not like Brady at this point in his career was a one-of-a-kind QB talent, but they still got a lot of production out of him. And, you know, I mean, he, he made Tim Tebow seem like a, a you know, a moderately competent NFL quarterback so you got Josh McDaniels working with Cam Newton and we know that the Patriots are really good at adjusting on the fly you know figuring out how to best utilize their talent I mean man I just you know I would I think I think I mean I don't want Patriots fans to be happy or excited in any circumstance (laughs) but like I don't know how you couldn't be if you're looking at this with an open mind
0: And then you look at the financial part of this, and there's just zero reason not to do this. Michael Giannitti, who runs Spotrack, which looks at the cap stuff and salary stuff, said that even if Cam maxes out, it would be $7.5 million. The Patriots will be paying a total of $9 million for three quarterbacks. There are 19 quarterbacks, he wrote, set to make more than that alone
2: this year. Wow. That's crazy. That's a bargain. I mean, it's a bargain for a dude who could be like, you know, like if he if he made an All Pro this year, nobody would be. It wouldn't be like inconceivable, right? He doesn't even That's need. To, he doesn't
0: even need to be an All Pro. He needs to get them literally mm-hmm. to ten and six and into
2: the playoffs. Absolutely.
1: I mean, and what's the stretch here? I mean, in the in his division alone, I mean, the other quarterbacks are Josh Allen, not you know, not the good defensive end. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're playing for the Raiders. Right. Sam Donald. And Tua Tagovailoa or Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not, right? It's not a stretch to imagine this working out really well. But for the fact that we may not have football at all, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's that, that's the other piece of this is that, well, Cam's going to look great with the Pats, but I mean, we have, <laughs> I mean. How, what what makes us think that we're going to actually see football this fall? No, you know the, what I mean? But, that's true. but for the fact that we're going through the the you know <laughs> the motions.
0: We're going through the motions. The NFL still is saying training camps are gonna start near the end of July. I mean, the end of July is like three weeks away.
2: That's um, tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean it, i I see no evidence to believe that the NFL can possibly start on time on September tenth, but You know, NFL is going to NFL and they will turn every training camp into an Orlando like NBA bubble if it means getting these games onto television.
2: That seems like such a bad idea. Um, it, I mean, the uh, not even to go down this rabbit hole, but like the Orlando bubble is like one bubble, right? I mean, we're talking about, you know, 32 NFL teams having to manage and administer their own, all these protocols on their own. I mean, that is that is a accident waiting to happen. Right. And, and we're also talking about, I mean, ma- orders of magnitude more people involved, right? I mean, you know, yeah. NFL roster is what, 50, 50 plus people, 50 mm-hmm. plus players. Right. Training, k- training
0: camps like 80 players.
2: That's exactly right. I mean, this is not going to go well. It's a
1: wormhole worth going down because I mean, it's just it. it we're we, again, we're just all talking about what the football season is going to look like and who's going to do this, and you know, Cam's going to be a great fit, and Tom Brady, he's got a lot to prove, and it's just like shit, man. We might not see them for another, you know, right, fifteen, right. sixteen months, if that, and that even that could be generous. You know what I mean? Like we're not we we've shown no evidence that we've got this pandemic under control. So, like especially right now so it's just mm-hmm. like the, to assume that we're going to get to see Cam with the Patriots I mean whatever I mean w- which actually makes it more ridiculous like why doesn't somebody just sign Cap right now because I mean I mean what's, <laughs> you don't ever have to play him you know what I mean <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: you, you, could, you, go could, broke, you, you
2: know? could get all of the credit for being the team that was brave enough to sign Colin Kaepernick without ever having had to like do with any of the you know the on field stuff or whatever so, right absolutely yeah, it might, he might ever actually play for him yeah
0: uh, before we end the segment, we should also probably mention that it was a little on the nose that this new, news broke at the same time that the Patriots were punished for cheating again. Um, <laughs> the NFL fined the Patriots one point one million, took away a third round pick in twenty twenty one because their television crew was filming the uh, the, the sidelines of a game between the Bengals and the Browns
1: last year. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) the past, man. I mean, there's nothing more symbolic about like just the rot and the corruption within our country than the fact that like the Patriots get to succeed and do like whatever and nothing deters them. Even all these accusations and substantiated allegations of them cheating. And they just kind of glide through it and they sign Cam Newton at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's just, it just seems so appropriate for like the moment that we're in right
2: now. Absolutely. And they still won the news cycle somehow.
0: That was a preview of this week's episode of Hang Up and Listen to hear the whole thing. And we promise the rest of it will be good. Sign up for Slate Plus at slate.com slash hangup plus. It's only $35 for the first year and your membership will help us sustain this show. That's slate.com slash hangup plus.